Welcome to Salt Shaker 513 Podcast, where you will find devotions on a variety of topics along with teachings of biblical subjects to stir your spirit, encourage your spiritual growth, and infill you with the Word of God. Wherever you are, sit back and receive what God has for you in this message. So I'll just get down to it. Whenever, um, you know, Brandon shared to me what the message was going to be about or the devotional is going to be about, and First off, I thought, for those of you who don't speak Christianese, <laughs> um, I know you're really scrolling through this, and I know a great deal of you, we all know what famine, we all know what destruction is, but that can mean many things to many different people based on what they've been through in their life. Um, for some, maybe they had an abusive relationship, um, abusive parents, maybe this day is really hard, or Father's Day was really hard for them, Mother's Day, or it can be a mental um struggle that people have had and famine and destruction can all be right here every day for them and it doesn't mean you know depression and anxiety can go beyond just the non-believer you know you're not immune we are still part we are still in this world even though we're not a part of it um we're still in it so you're saying destruction and famine is not just physical right it's not like explosions and you lost your car and it's like your family is starving all those although those things are terrible it can be really it can be like a silent killer it can be depression been there it can be anxiety been there Um, so how should it affect the believer then well i think it affects the believer it starts up here because whatever whatever you let it entertain up here it starts coming out of your mouth and whatever comes out of your mouth, it'll seep into your heart. And we have small kids. We have three children, eight, almost seven and three. And you know, if, if we're not okay, then they're not okay. So we'll go back to the famine and destruction. And I want to go back to just one verse. I'm going to give you one verse today and it's Isaiah. And it it, it gets skipped by a lot around Christmas time because it plays well like as a Christmas pageant, (laughs) you know, all the little cute kids dressed up in, you know, a cloak and everything. But it's Isaiah 6, Isaiah 9, 6. And it's, for unto us a child is born. It's the story of when Jesus is born. For unto us a child is born, and we shall call him a wonderful counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace, everlasting Father. And so, and sometimes that just kind of, people skip past that part, because, you know, the you know, they're sitting through the play and it's just, it's so cute. And, you know, baby Jesus comes out. But when it leads back to mental warfare and what we were talking, what we're talking about today, famine and destruction, it, it could mean losing your house. But when I'm talking specifically today, because I've struggled with this, you know, throughout my life, is if it's a mental warfare that you're fighting daily, you have to remember who you are. You have to remember your namesake and you're going to be seeing this on Monday, but today's Father's Day and you have to remember who your father is. Think if you think of it like this, if you're a parent, whether you have one child, five children, doesn't matter. If you're a parent, there is nothing your child can do. Nothing. There's nothing your child can do that can make you stop loving them. That doesn't want good things for them. That doesn't want them to, you don't want to see them that doesn't want you to not see them blessed. There's nothing that they could do, nothing. They may not understand that when they're younger, but they will when they're older. And so the reason why this verse is so 
important to me is because it doesn't matter what your relationship is with your father or your mother or any your earthly parents just when you're trying to fight the battle and specifically with a mental illness or or depression or anxiety remember who you came from it's kind of like if you were if you got what's it called I'm having um, when you're And like a royal family. Yeah. Like a, like a heritage, <laughs> like a legacy. Thinking of the crown. Yeah. Like a heritage. Like what what you, I can't think of the word. What you, not possess, but you inherit. Your inheritance. inheritance. I know that was a struggle for you. That's really. I cool. was kind of zoned out actually. Sorry. <laughs> I was wondering when I was going to have a chance to talk. Your inheritance. So the first word that describes your heavenly father is wonderful. It's wonderful. Prince of Peace. Like, that's that's incredible. So if you think of what your relationship was like with your earthly parents, I'm sorry. So when, like, these mental <laughs> things come... And this I, was, comes, I was going strong. Yeah. When this stuff comes, I mean, but how should that affect the believer? Like, right. obviously, it affects people. Correct. Like, I'm not saying just because you're a believer, these things don't happen, but what should you do? Like, what... Like, how do you handle that mental battle? How do you handle the depression? How do you handle the famine, the destruction as a believer? I mean, because those things are going to come. They come right. to everybody. Right. God has no respect of persons. So if he's going to bless one and bad things happen to one, it happens to others. So what do you do as a believer? So basically, why the reason I brought this verse up is because we heard about it in church. And the message was really about how we lose our wonder in God. In everything, really. Because we become cynical. And we become jaded. So like, for example, let's just say when your your eyes are open to Christianity, right. your eyes are open to who Jesus is, it's like so amazing. Right. But the more you go to church, it becomes dull. Correct. Because you're used to seeing it. It'd, it'd be like moving to a beach, right? Mm -hmm. And you see the sunrise. The first time it's wonderful. It's amazing. You never see anything like it. But after you see that every day, it's like, oh. Right. The you sun's the up. wonder. It's like a childlike wonder. And I'm, we're bringing up children a lot because it's Father's Day and it was just kind of it's nostalgic but hang on because I'm going somewhere with this um I tend to rant a lot so just hang on just hang on Brandon's very to the point he's in there he's out just come just come on hang out with me for a little bit and have a conversation with me so I'm going back to children I'm going back to our children right I watch our our, our youngest he just turned four oh, they're all like this but Jonas specifically everything is just so incredible to him if he sees the moon in the middle of the day, it's just the coolest thing in the world. If he sees a tree that's shaped as a dinosaur, it's just it's just so much fun. If he jumps into a puddle and he gets wet, he thinks it's hysterical. And here we are, grown-ups. We're rushed. We're trying to get out the door. We get in a puddle. We're mad. Our pants are dirty. Why is the moon out? <laughs> I don't know. Like you, it just nothing's really wonderful anymore. Kind of like when you have a cold and you lose taste, you miss how much how good things taste. That's like what it's like whenever you become saved or you, you experience, you have an encounter with God and you just, you know, you forget about that moment and you just live your life and you do things and it gets tough. So the reason why I brought up Isaiah 9, 6 is because when these things happen, because they do, you're not immune to it. They happen and then nothing's wrong with you. You're not broken. They just happen. Life is hard, but just choose. It's a choice. It's a choice for me 
every single day. And I want to live this life happy. Do I wake up happy every single day? Sometimes. Sometimes I do not. And he can attest to that. And it's so much I'm fun. Not, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> it's so much fun. But we, thing. in our home, it's, we will choose it. And it's not always an easy decision. I know that sounds crazy. What do you mean? You're going to just choose? It's not easy for you to choose to be happy? No, for some people it's not. But I know who I come from. I come from a wonderful counselor, a prince, a prince of peace. That's my father. That's my heavenly father. So when you go through the seasons of famine and destruction, doesn't mean your house, it could mean, it could mean those horrible things. But if it's the silent things that nobody sees, you, your stay at home mom and you're just working your butt off all the time and you really feel like you're not getting it done. Or if you uh, work from home, you do work, but you feel like you're not getting that face-to-face, -face, especially during nonsense from last year, but you're not getting that face-to-face, -face, the camaraderie, things that you know you need a community, you need a community for, or you're a corporate businesswoman, businessman, and you, are, you have everything you could have ever asked for, but you're so alone and you're, you're not happy. You have to remember where you came from. I'm just gonna keep saying that because it, that's what I kept hearing today. Namesake is important. Know who you came from. Your heavenly father is a wonderful counselor. Just like the wonder that our children see in the most simple things. Let's just have a little fun. Just have a little fun and look at things like they were wonderful again. Just go back. That, my challenge to you is to write in the comments below. It can be a year. It can be the age you were. Maybe it was at a summer camp when you were 13. It could have been two weeks ago, sitting at a gas station, when you were just in complete awe of him. It could have been an encounter with him, whether you were alone or at a camp or with your spouse, whatever. But just write it down. It doesn't have to be lengthy. It can be if you want to, but I encourage you to. Maybe it'll help you remember what it was like to be in awe of him. So I, I, and I feel like there are many things that you could probably do to get out of that famine and destruction, but I think it starts up here. And I think it comes down to really a couple things. I guess just listening to you. One thing, just remember how amazing he is. Don't let the the goodness of God just become ordinary to you. Like people that are in ministry, they see miracle after miracle. At some point it becomes just another thing. Another eye was open, another ear was healed. Another person gave their heart to Jesus, but the Bible says that all of heaven cheers over one sinner that comes to repentance, that comes to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Imagine that. And we take that just like with a grain of salt, like, oh, okay, someone else gave their heart to, to Jesus at church this morning. Like, it should be amazing to you what God is doing in people's lives and in, in your life. And I think the two scriptures that come to my mind as you're talking is in Romans 12, where it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Like you have to renew your yeah. mind and that's through the word of God. The other thing is in Psalm 119, it says, your word I have hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. That way, when something does come up, when famine comes up, you know what the word of God says. It starts with the mind, a battle in the mind. But if you know what his word says, you can speak that word over your life. Like we speak words of life over our children, over yeah. our family through prayer. But we're praying the word of God because we know what it says. And we're still in amazement and a wonder how good God is. 
Like just because he healed us before and we were believing him to heal us again, once he keeps healing us, it's just not like, oh, he just, it's another thing. Like yeah. it's amazing yeah. that he's healed us again. And there's an, ex I have an example of that. Someone very close to me um, who's recently, they had a relationship with God, but really have gave their heart to the Lord recently within the last year. And I got a phone call and I remember I was in my car. I think I told you about it. And the specific person was like, so I've been giving, you know, out of my heart. And you wouldn't believe how I've just been getting things left and right. And I thought, at first I thought, well, yeah. I didn't say that on the phone. Like they were, the person I was speaking to was in like shaking. And I remember when I used to be like that. And I had to, I thought, I, it was, a, I think God was just humbling me. Because I remember thinking, well, well, yeah, I mean, you give with your heart, you'll read. But the, who I was speaking to was like crying. Like, can you believe that this happened to me? Isn't God so good? And I thought, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I, once we hung up and I was so happy for them, I wasn't, it wasn't, the conversation went much better than that. But the point of it is, my goodness, like the littlest things happen to us from the moment we wake up to the moment we lay our head down and we probably didn't give it like two minutes thought and our pastor gave an awesome um visual to this if you think of a vulture you know flying over you know waterfalls and wide open prairies and you know the great lakes mountains and, and mount the, the most beautiful things that some of us will never ever see in our life and then if you were to interview that vulture and say, what did you see? And we'll say, I saw a nasty dead rat, you know, in the corner of Oklahoma and <laughs> Texas. And I'm going back to get that rat. Like, right, and I'm gonna go back and get it. View. But you completely miss it. You just completely miss it. Why do we miss it? Well, life happens. You get busy, you get tired, you have to get stuff done. You just don't see the things that you used to see. And what does this have to do with famine and destruction? It has a lot to do with it because what happens is if you don't if you don't zoom out and see the wonder of your heavenly father and the things that he has done it might not be everything that you want to do but everything he has done not just through your life but maybe your spouse's life your parents life he healed your grandparents you're breathing aren't you if i mean that's better off than most people your children I, are healthy i think we get so caught up in the goal that we miss the experience like we're so we're caught gu up. we're guilty of that we're so caught up in the right. goal of making heaven yeah. that we miss all the blessings along the Correct. way and how he's yeah. blessed us and how he's put us in front of kings and queens and presidents and decision makers <laughs> and how he's taken us to all these different countries and places. Yeah. We miss all that because we're so focused on getting to heaven, yeah. to getting to see Jesus that we miss all the things along the way. Or maybe you're so focused in business, like I'm so goal-oriented. Yeah. That I miss like the huge milestones that we. Oh passed. yeah, we don't. We, that's a whole other. Because I don't even look at it. Like I don't even look at yeah. the experience. I'm looking at the goal. Like all I'm caring about is hitting my goal. But in that, you miss the experience, and it's the same with the relationship with Jesus. Yeah. He's we're so used to him blessing us that it's almost like we take his blessings for granted. Yeah. And that's how you can affect death and destruction and famine in your life by not missing the little things. How God blesses you and how. You hide the word of God in your heart and how you fill yourself with his word and how it's a mental battle. Yes, yeah. depression's real and anxiety is real, but God has given us as believers the key. Like 
And that's the word of God. And to someone who doesn't believe, it's foolishness. The Bible, it says, is foolishness. It's a stumbling block, but to us, it's the very power of God. Yeah. And you have to use that in your daily walk and not miss all the things God wants to do in your life. That's good. So, guys, Salt Shaker 513, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Like, comment, share. Um, share this video with others if you want to partner with what we're doing in the gospel. Please sow into this ministry. We are reaching the lost. We are feeding the hungry in other countries. Um, we're preaching the gospel all over the world through many different countries and many different ministers. So partner with us, um, give with us, believe with us, and we look forward to seeing you on the other side of heaven. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great week. Don't forget, comment below on when you remember God did something wonderful in your life. Whether it's a touch of God, blessing, a car, um, something huge. a house, or yeah. a loved one being saved, or just a, a touch in your life. Anything mm -hmm. that was significant to you and you just remembered God's at, at, goodness. Yeah, at the very beginning of your walk. Like, and you remembered you how forgot. good God was yeah. and you're like, wow, I can't believe he did that for me. Do you remember yours? Um, I remember a lot of things. Yeah, I remember when he gave us his business. I mean, I remember when he touched me at, at camp, when I prayed for someone and mm -hmm. I felt his presence like in a tangible way. Um, I remember when you got saved, when you we started going to church and you gave your heart to the Lord. There's so many things that I remember. I, I heard that from a pastor not to take those things from granted a long time ago. And, you know, it, it kind of gets washed away over the years. Yeah. But I do remember huge things. That God has done back in 07, I think those things started mm -hmm. that I can remember, but mm -hmm. uh, all the way up to 17 from when we got our business and many others. Mm -hmm. How about you? I think it was around that time. It was in 2007. Um, 2007 was a big year. You sound old. I do. Well, 07. I mean, yeah. it's 21. You haven't experienced God's presence in 14 Don't years. age me. Just drop that. Wow. Well, I think everybody knows what year it is. <laughs> well, I'm 33. This is the well, big I year that Jesus, that. Jesus that. did a lot in that year. Oh, yeah. He put it all on the line for, for you and for me and for all of us. Mm -hmm. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to comment. Thanks for watching. If we could do anything for you, pray for you, believe with you, please let us know. Send us a private message. We'd love to pray for you guys. But thanks for watching. Bye. Have a great week. We believe that message spoke to you today and will continue to have a lingering effect as you carry on with your day. Come back frequently for new messages and go and check out Salt Shaker 513 on Facebook, Instagram, and saltshaker513.com. You can also partner with us and all that God is doing on our website at saltshaker513.com. We love you and we look forward to spending some time together again soon.